Following the United Nations Conference on Sustainable Development in Rio de Janeiro, world leaders would do well to keep public health as a key priority, according to Professor Sir Andy Haynes of the London School of Hygiene and Tropical Medicine. He talked to me about the ideas written in his article in the Lancet Medical Journal. Twenty years ago, the Earth Summit in Rio did set the scene for global discussions around sustainable development, what that meant for the future of humanity and so on. One can be critical of it because it didn't result in very concrete policies. Many of the issues that were discussed in Rio have not been adequately addressed by policies both nationally and globally. So for all these reasons, we need to keep the issue of sustainable development on the international stage. And this uh, anniversary, this 20-year anniversary conference, will be an opportunity for global leaders to look again at the agenda and hopefully to inject a real sense of urgency, including in terms of human health, because that has been rather neglected in in these discussions around sustainability. They've focused very much on the environment, and what we've been saying is environment's important, but it has implications for human health as well. Right, I'm I'm glad you mentioned human health because uh, looking uh, briefly at the agenda for this conference on sustainable development, it it isn't a public health priority primarily. Uh, So what is your point of view? You've written about this in The Lancet here at the London School of Hygiene. What's the angle for public health experts? The angle for public health experts is that some of these environmental limits that we're now pushing up against, for example, around climate change, but also other uh, environmental limits, biodiversity loss, uh, air pollution, uh, nitrogen pollution of waters and so on, many of these have adverse impacts on health. Some of them are very difficult to quantify, but they will be experienced over coming decades. But also importantly, many of the policies that will reduce, for example, greenhouse gas emissions can also have an impact on health. For example, if we move towards low emission vehicles, increased active transport, walking and cycling, that reduces air pollution in urban centres, also encourages people to move away from sedentary lifestyle, which is a major risk factor for a number of conditions, heart disease, diabetes, stroke, dementia, depression, even some types of cancer are related to sedentary lifestyle. So that's just one example of how strategies to reduce greenhouse gas emissions can at the same time have benefits for health. So could you sum up one or two really important priorities that you'd like people to bear in mind that are raised by this whole conference? What I would like to see is much closer links being made between the Uh, epidemic of non-communicable diseases that are affecting low, middle and high-income countries and the fact that we live um, in a very unsustainable way. So the way in which we consume fossil fuels, for example, creates uh, climate change, but it also adds to air pollution, which is having an effect today. Um, Our transport policies, which depend very much on fossil fuel power again and also um, keep people... Um, into sedentary, locked into sedentary lifestyles, also have big impacts on human health by increasing obesity, by increasing the risk factors for many chronic diseases, and at the same time contribute to greenhouse gas emissions. And could you, very briefly, in just a few seconds, give me one or two of the, the practical steps that could easily, perhaps, or practically be taken? One of the things we need to do is to actually tax externalities. By that I mean we should be taxing much more on those things that cause damage to health and the environment. 
for example, carbon emissions would be another. There's also a lot more interest uh, recently in, in fat taxes, saturated fat taxes. What impact do they have on human health, on, on equities, on equity? Um, so I think we need to be asking these major policy questions and looking to governments to start implementing um, a new way of assessing environmental damage, assessing the impacts on health of environmental damage, but also changing our financial system so that we tax some of the externalities um, that are contributing to the damage to health and the environment. Professor Andy Haynes of the London School of Hygiene and Tropical Medicine. For Audio News, I'm Peter Goodwin.